Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We got some crazy going on here. I heard a man say, I'm going to kill you. Scared, a lot of fear. I see a shadow. I see a man go down the hallway. Jumping all over the room. Someone took a hot curling iron to the back of my neck. Sounds like you got a serious problem. I just got grabbed. Somebody died back here. It's really bad in here. My name is Amy Allen. Something is not right. I see dead people. This person might have been a serial killer. I speak to dead people. to get those chills. And they speak to me. He is darkness. He is evil. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. I think she broke her neck. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavis. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Tell me the truth. And I know every person. Every house has secrets. I think the devil is down here. It's my job to reveal him. Who the hell would do this? But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. Who's he looking to kill? We uncover if it's safe for you to stay. You need to get out of here right now. Or time to get out. It was like endless darkness. Amy and I look into each case separately. I interview living witnesses and uncover dark history that's been buried and forgotten. While Amy communicates with the dead. I've just arrived in St. Clair Shores, Michigan. It's about a half hour outside of Detroit. I received a call from a mom named Emily and she sounded pretty upset on the phone. Her husband and two sets of twins are being tormented by paranormal activity. She says it's ripping the whole family apart and we're her last hope. Before Amy arrives, I do a complete sweep of the house. Things that are common in most homes, like family photographs, can influence her findings. So it's important I remove them all before she begins her walk. This is not good. What? There was like a man crawling out from under her hair. And he doesn't have any arms or legs anymore, so he's like a black, slithery, snaky thing. He makes you feel fear. So, Emily, when we spoke on the phone, you sounded pretty upset about the things that are happening here. Yes. Uh, tell me what's going on. We hear voices, footsteps. We see shadows move, apparitions. Okay. How many uh, people actually live in the house? My husband, my 12-year-old twins, my 7-year-old twins, and we have two dogs. Okay. How long are you living here? Seven and a half years. Why did you call us now? In the last year, it's gotten physical. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been scratched. I have severe nausea every day. And my youngest son has also been showing symptoms 
of nausea. Feeling sick to your stomach is hardly proof of something paranormal. But it's not my job to speculate about that side of the case. I leave that up to Amy. Have you and him gone to a doctor? Yes, but no one can explain why it's happening. Well, it's got to be tearing you and your husband apart a little bit, right? It is. Me and my husband don't sleep together anymore. I sleep up here on the couch. Why? To stay closer to my children. I couldn't leave them up here by themselves anymore. I'm very worried that they're going to be hurt. Okay. You got some crazy going on here. And now I feel really sick. I don't feel good at all. What's going on? It's a stomach thing. <sighs> I don't feel good in this place. At all. <sighs> like... Just your stomach in general? It's like stomach and heart. Terrible. Terrible pain. Okay, so what's going on in this room? I hear voices all night. One night, I heard a man say, I'm going to kill you. I had to scare the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. My daughter, Katie, came running out of her room the other day, screaming, uh, completely naked, and she said a man whistled and breathed heavy in her ear. That was heartbreaking. Wow. Anything else? I see an apparition of an older man. I would say he's probably in his 70s. He wears a hat, does have a brim on it. Okay. Now, besides that guy, have you seen anything else? The first night that we moved in, I saw a uh, huge, big, cloudy black mass hanging right over here. I screamed, and that's when it went away. How often have you seen it? It happened for seven straight days the first week we moved in. Okay. I'm seeing this one guy from outside under the car. He's everywhere. Plus, you got some weird on the wall. What do you mean? It's like a lines, squiggly lines like this. That's what's on the wall? Yeah. They're like more of an emotional kind of a thing, like an unsettled feeling. It might be coming from someone who's still alive. Sometimes when the living experience intense negative emotions, their energy can manifest things like these bizarre lines on the walls. And they have the ability to affect the living in harmful ways. It kind of gives me a headache and makes me feel chaotic. Whatever it is, it's not good. Okay, so what's going on down here? I've had my hair pulled from the back very violently. And it wasn't the kids around or anything like that that could have possibly done that? Nobody was down here. I was alone. It sounds like you have a serious problem here. It's actually even worse than that. I've been um, burnt. It was like someone took a hot curling iron to the back of my neck. It happened four times every time I was taking a shower. Wow. 
You sure it wasn't maybe the heat changing? Absolutely positive. Jeez. Now, what if Amy says this is only going to get worse and you can't fix it? What would you do? I'm going to take my kids and walk out that door. Okay. Just felt like somebody touched my hair. Like, there has been some physical here. Oh, I just got grabbed, like, behind my right hair. Like that. Okay. And he said, um, basically, get out of here. Shut up. And one would think that it's a dead male, but it is a fully formed uh, PK manifestation. A PK manifestation usually happens when a living person's energy creates an entity. These manifestations are very powerful and can physically influence their environment. How advanced would you say it is? Well, it's definitely capable of causing physical injury. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Eric, I spoke to Emily. Um, she told me about all the stuff that's happening here. What have you been experiencing? I came down to take a nap one afternoon, and I thought it was Katie and Eric that came down and actually were bouncing on the bed and talking and whatnot. So you were sleeping in the bed? Correct. And would you feel like like, like this? How, how did... Yeah, pretty much kind of. Felt like two kids jumping on a bed. Okay. But when I went to look, they weren't there. Oh, have you seen anything? Oh, I see apparitions down here frequently. Frequently. Describe the apparitions for me. There's a guy, and he will walk behind me and come into this bedroom. It, it's pretty unnerving. And it's got to be tough on your family. Sometimes you got your kids, and they, they look at you, and they wonder, um, why did you do this to me? Well, that's got to break your heart. Oh, it hurts. Hurts. There's just problems within the family, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, this family has some emotional instability there. There's definitely a poltergeist going on. Um, there might be a few happening. Do you know if they're aware that they're doing this? No, no, I don't think so. You also have kids who are have abilities and they happen to be able to create 
PK manifestations, and there's so much energy, it literally makes you sick. So I was talking to mom, and your mom said that you guys have been having some strange experiences in the house. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so Eric, why don't you tell me what you've been seeing? Sometimes I see a shadow in the hallway. Okay, what kind of shadow are we talking about? Like a man. Was anybody walking around that they made that shadow, or is it something out of nowhere? No one was there. Nobody was there? No. Okay. What about you, sweetie? When I go to bed, I always see a man go down the hallway. Is it the same like he sees it? Okay. What else have you experienced? Well, we both seen a girl. A, um, little, a little girl? Yes. Okay, do you know how she's dressed? Sometimes she has a big white dress on. And it sleeps with me sometimes. She just sleeps at the end of it and my head's back there. Okay, does that scare you? <laughs> so you got a lot of things happening in your room here. Do you have trouble going to bed at night because of that? Sometimes. Sometimes. Me too. There's a lot of emotional instability here. And people are... Freaking out and crying and hiding under blankets and sheets. Like, how many people can you talk about them? I would say there's four people who are very freaked out. Okay. I'd say at least three of them have some PK going on. Okay. I think it's really just mainly a poltergeist. Chad, I was talking to your mom, and she told me that she's having trouble sleeping at night. Are you having any problems sleeping at night? Sometimes when I go to bed, like, I hear voices. What kind of voices you hear? Like, K and, like, coughs. What else are you seeing? One time I came in for playing basketball, and I was going to get some water. I grabbed a cup, and, like, the faucet just, like, turned on. On its own? Mm-hmm. Like, full force on. So when that happened, did that scare you at all? No, not really. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Does anything in the house scare you? Um, usually in the basement, I, I see a shadow in my dad's room. Like, it's a tall man in a hat. Okay. And just, like, peeks around the corner and just walk, goes away. You act kind of cool about all the stuff that's happening here. You don't seem to be... That I don't way. think you're dealing with it about, about it the right way. It's not normal for a 12-year-old not to be able to go to sleep at night. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be upset or scared about something. You all right? Okay. A lot of different emotions. Like, like definitely wanting to cry, though, is the biggest one. Where are they coming from? The kid that's in this room. The person in here hears voices, people talking in the room from the walls. causes like headaches, it's like too much. What's causing headaches? The voices and the noise and the buzzing. This room is like chaos. There's like nightmares and screaming and crying. And then there's these like light rods like jumping all over the room. 
And it's so much, it hurts, it hurts. It buzzes in your head, it's buzzing. The energy in this room is very unstable. Whoever lives here has major abilities, but doesn't know how to control them. Definitely like PK energy, for sure. Just not good. I usually start my investigation by reaching out to the property's former owners. Most times, it's a dead end. In this case, I found a woman named Shannon. She says she's got some information that will definitely help my case. She's agreed to meet me at the house and tell me what happened. Shannon, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you were in this house? I'm guessing the late 70s. OK, so you grew up here. Yes. During your time here, did you ever experience anything that you couldn't explain? No. Nothing? Mm-mm. Now, you mentioned on the phone that uh, you had some information that could help my case. Well, my grandfather passed away here in the house. Jeez. Just of natural causes. Did anybody else uh, die in the house that you know of? Uh, yes. Actually, uh, my other grandfather's girlfriend. What year did this happen? 1978. And back, here's the article of the local paper. There was a coat rack next to the stairway to the basement. Okay. And um, Georgina went towards the coat rack and probably didn't realize the stairway was beneath her feet. So okay. she fell down the stairs and um, she tragically um, passed away that day. How'd your grandfather take that? It's the first time I ever seen him cry. I haven't thought about it in years. Somebody died back here. What happened? It was just like, it was very fast. Like everybody involved with it is completely confused. Um, scared, a lot of fear from these people concerning this person. And it's like a sudden, man, it's like, bam. I'm like very confused right now. Like, like, uh, here's the pain again, the pain again. Like the grabbing? Yes. So I'm at the local library to see what else I can uncover about my client's property. While digging through old deeds, I discovered that a man named Noah Fortin originally owned the land. But what catches my attention is a tragedy involving two of his young children. So I've reached out to one of his descendants who says there's a lot more to his story. So, Bev, it turns out that Noah Fortin uh, actually owned the property that I'm investigating and lived there. Um, but you're a descendant of his. How are you related? Uh, he was my great-grandfather. What can you tell me about him? Well, he was a sea captain on the Great Lakes for 35 years. I have a picture of his boat. Now, I saw in the census that he lost two sons. Yes, he lost two children. Uh, one was two and one was two months old, and they died within a week of each other of measles. He also lost his wife. 
would she die of? A tuberculosis. She was 49. So she was young? Yes. So what would ever wind up happening with him? Uh, well, when he was 78, he passed away. It sounds like he had a pretty tough life. Yes, he did. But he also had a cousin, Adolphus, who also lived on the property, and he had a very tough life. Do you know anything about it? No, I don't know much. The men here have problems. You're talking about dead? Yeah, dead and living men have problems in this location. Like, they don't act like they're selves. Some normal guy moves in, and then he gets involved with bad or drops dead or goes crazy but it doesn't have anything to do with the PK phenomena. Is this anything that might be dangerous? Yeah. Bev mentioned that Noah's cousin had an even worse time on the property I'm investigating. So I'm headed over to meet with a local archivist who tells me that the tragedy this man suffered was unthinkable. Cindy, you mentioned that this guy Adolphus had a pretty tragic life. But uh, before we even get into that, what can you tell me about him? Adolphus comes from a long line of French Canadians who settled in this area. Okay. And the Fortin family did live on the property that you are investigating. Okay, and then they settled here to do what kind of work? He started out as a young man farming and eventually went to the occupation of sailing either for commercial vessels, small boats, or, or the larger company boats. Okay, so they were considered like merchant seamen at that yes. time. I know that's dangerous work today, so how bad was it for them back then? There were a lot of boiler explosions. There were a lot of groundings of ships on the flats. It was very dangerous. This black, like, slithery, snaky thing I'm trying to figure out what he looked like when he was alive. He's a big guy. He's got like longer brown hair, has an accent and or spoke another language. I think he's scared and there's a lot of violence around him and in his life. Now, Cindy, was Adolphus married? Yes, he was. His first wife, Mary, was married to him the 29th of January of 1886, and they had seven children together. Okay. Now, you mentioned he had unthinkable tragedy in his life. What was it? All of the children died as infants except for his daughter, Julia. She died as a teenager from consumption at the age of 17, but all the babies died. Oh, so what were the reasons for their death? Childhood diseases that we didn't have any medicines for, uh, typhoid, diphtheria, cholera, measles. Wow. So he buried all of his kids. That's correct. During my opening, I saw a graveyard. So I go to go in, and I notice that I have to, like, really crouch down and walk through the opening because it was super short. When I was going through it, my thought was that it was something that was built for children. And I hear a voice say, it was awful. It took so many of them. So now 
he married this woman, Mary, they had seven kids, and all seven kids died. And you said it was his first wife, though. What happened with Mary? Mary passed away in 1898 of consumption, and here is her death certificate. Consumption is tuberculosis, right? That's correct. Okay. In 1901, he remarried a relative of Mary's named Elizabeth. Okay, now did they have kids together? No, unfortunately, they didn't have children together. She also died shortly thereafter. Now, with all this tragedy in his life, what wound up happening with Adolphus? Adolphus, on November 21st, 1916, drowned in Lake St. Clair. He was out, lost on the ice, and his body was not found until the following spring. Okay, and they ruled it accidental? Yes. And how old was he when he died? He was 55 years old. This guy lived a pretty tragic life for a man only 55 years old. And a very tragic end. I'm having a sketch artist draw the two entities who stood out the most from my walk. First, the dark, slithering man. He doesn't have, like, any legs. He still has, like, his head and torso. And he's wrapped in a black mist. Next, I described the bizarre scene I saw in one of the bedrooms. There's a child sitting cross-legged. So what he's looking at is these rod-shaped white lights that are moving across his room. Okay. Yes, that's what I saw. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. This is uh, Eric and Emily. They live in this home with their two sets of twins. Things have gotten so bad in this house that it's basically ripping them all apart. It's at the point where it got very physical, and it looks like it's directed more towards Emily, but their concern is that it's going to affect their children soon. What they want to know is if they can actually live here in a safe manner. Now that Amy understands a little bit about what's going on, she's going to tell us about a walk. In my opening, I did see something that really stood out, and it was a little disturbing to me. There was a graveyard that was built for children. Then I heard someone say that there was a terrible accident and that many of them had died. So you saw a lot of dead kids? Yes. Well, the house is not that old, but the property goes back into the 1800s. An original owner of your property was a guy named Noah Fort. And he had lost, back in 1891, two sons uh, to measles within a week. One was two years old, one was two months old. What's worse is he had a cousin named Adolphus that lived with him. All of Adolphus's seven kids died young. Uh, six of them died under the age of one, and one died at the age of 17. Wow. It's like a curse. The next thing that I got was that this property is not good for men. Whatever is here on this property can cause them to kind of go crazy or even to drop dead. It absolutely has killed in the past. And it's, to me, very dangerous. It's interesting you say that it's bad for men because, uh, well, this guy know that lost two of his children, right, to measles. Now, 
His wife died at 49 of TB. So he lost two kids and lost his wife. And next we talk about Adolphus. Loses seven kids and then two wives on top of that. Lost his first wife at 29 to tuberculosis. Remarries and loses his second wife within a year or two after she got married. So he never even had children with her. Not only that, he wind up dying under strange circumstances. Even though Adolphus was an experienced sailor, he ends up drowning in Lake St. Clair. Here's his death certificate. They ruled it accidental drowning, but who the hell knows? The next thing that I encountered was a dead person. And I see him come out from underneath the car. He doesn't have any arms or legs anymore, so he's like a black, slithery, snaky thing. I felt like he lived here before. The fear that I felt was really overwhelming and powerful. Um, you know, when you get that really tight mm. sensation in your stomach mm -hmm. and you almost feel like you're gonna yes. pass out. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Have you seen this person? I don't know if they're the same person, but I see a man in a hat. Is he intimidating to you? He's scary. Okay. He just stares. I did do a sketch of the man that I saw. The way he moved for me was snake-like. Whoa. Mm. Is there any chance that this guy here could be one of the Fortins? Very possible. So walking into the house, it was chaos. Very, very physically painful, and it was just overwhelming. What I finally figured is that there's three main experiences that you guys would encounter. The first thing is physical abuse. And this seemed to be directed towards women. I got grabbed by the back of my neck, like right under the ears, and I could feel the whole hand, male's hand, very strong, grabbing me. It really hurt a lot. Um, I've had my hair pulled three times. Tell, tell her what happens when you take a shower. It's like a burn. Okay. And it's happened four times. All four times I was in the shower. I actually have a photo. Whoa, okay, wow. I mean, I'm overwhelmed with all of the things that are going on here. So you said people here are being affected by three different things. Uh, what else? I pretty much had a constant headache um, and nausea, feeling sick to my stomach. I also felt my that my heart hurt. You seem pretty upset by what she's saying. I had a heart attack last year for no reason. And when we spoke, you didn't mention it. You weren't comfortable talking about it? Yeah, it's scary. 38 years old, it's not supposed to happen. Right. What happened? 
the doctors can't explain it. She's been through more tests than any other person I know in my life. And every day I have horrible, horrible headaches. How do you sleep at night? I don't sleep much at night. Okay. Tell her where you sleep so you can be close to the kids. I sleep on the couch. <gasps> it's difficult, you know. You want to have your significant other laying next to you and not upstairs, away from you. So now you said there's three things they're dealing with in this house. Uh, physical abuse, sickness, and what was the third thing? The other thing um, was the voices. When I got into the kids' room, it was crazy out of control. In that particular room, these voices were not coming from the dead. They were coming from the walls. Yeah, we all hear it every day. You guys are validated for what you're going through here. Definitely more than I could have ever thought. So there was another sketch that I did in the kids' room where the voices were coming from the walls. I saw something else that disturbed me. Have either one of you ever seen anything like that? We both see them. I call them strings of light. Where they coming from? This is one of the things that happen in poltergeist hauntings. And it's been going on for a while. So it has developed into a full-blown poltergeist haunting. So these strings of light that we see, that's a poltergeist. And it was created by living agents. I almost feel like it's my fault. Well, you both seem to have abilities that have spontaneously been activated. You had this heart attack, which basically was kind of a near-death situation. Highly stressful, and I think that completely did away with you being closed in any way, shape, or form. And I think that you are in an active location, so inadvertently, we're made to open to some extent. The other thing is, is that we can become extremely ill because of the ability. Every physical medium that I know has had heart issues. So what does the poltergeist haunting do? So like all of this energy is out there and it's going and it's going and it builds spontaneously affecting the environment. Then what can happen is it can feed off of the dead. So with this guy here, he's being absorbed and then becoming part of this ball of energy. And what can happen then is when you're adding your abilities to that ball of energy, it can become a PK manifestation, which is a very dire circumstance. PK, from what I understand, that can make things move, like objects move. Yes. You'll have the objects moving, emotional instability, and some of the physical phenomena. That's when you're getting the deep cuts and, you know, being thrown across the room and, you know, hardcore physical 
abuse. I don't think it's gotten to that level yet, um, but I think it is headed there. This is a lot of information to take in one night, and it probably wasn't the information you actually thought you were going to hear. But the main question is, can you live here safely? Can the kids be safe? And can you fix what's going on? Um, hopefully, Amy may have an answer for that. We need to get the dead out of the house. So to start off, you're going to be doing home cleansings three times a week. Go ahead and take your sage. Go around the house with the sage and just let it burn freely. While you're saying, only love, light, and peace may enter. And any dead that are in the home have to leave. Okay. Also, to eliminate this poltergeist and to have everyone balanced and centered with their energy, I would suggest either yoga, tai chi, or qigong at least once a week as a family together. Now, let me ask you a question. Poltergeist sounds to a layman like me, it sounds like a scary thing, right? Oh, yeah. But you're saying yoga's gonna kind of nip it in the bud. Yes, it'll dissipate because you won't be feeding it anymore. You'll feel much healthier, you'll feel much more at peace, because it will focus on harnessing and balancing energy. Okay. So what's gonna happen to this guy? Once the poltergeist is dissipating, it's going to release him, and I think at that point, he's going to choose to leave. And what can they do about this thing that's bad for men? There's something that comes from the earth here that doesn't particularly care for men for whatever reason. So I would suggest bringing in a shaman to do a cleansing ceremony on the land. Okay. Now, this whole thing of you having abilities, actually the both of you. When you woke up this morning, this would have been the last thing you thought of. The last thing I thought of, absolutely. So, the big question is, are you going to listen to our advice? Absolutely. Definitely. Okay, good. Okay. I really hope Emily and Eric rid their home of the poltergeist they've created. If they do that and learn to harness their abilities, there's no reason they shouldn't live in their home peacefully as a family. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. Woo-hoo! 
It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 